The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, you know what? I think we've all been through it. Life is rolling along just fantastic, and then uh, the bottom drops out. You have a couple of choices when that happens, right? You can wallow in it or climb right back out. And that's exactly what happened with our our next guest. In 2016, she was working and traveling around the world. Her work was getting international attention. And then, boom, a cancer diagnosis sent her reeling. And to help her work her way through chemo, radiation, surgery, and pain, she picked her pen back up and started writing. The result... A fine mess, what she calls an odd little book on surviving life's disasters. Kim Duke is an international writer and speaker. She joins us this afternoon. Hi, Kim. Hi, Jaylin. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. All right, let's go back to October of 2016. Oh, like boy. you said, it's, always, it's it's amazing, isn't it? You can think life's just going along tickety-boo, and then boom, and then you're trying to figure out how to put all the pieces back together. It was a really crazy time. 2016 was uh, such an awesome year. Actually, just a few weeks before I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was speaking in London, England, and then, yeah, and then it, it was really like being hit by a bus. And, and I only had turned 50 just a few weeks before that as well. So it was quite the birthday gift for sure. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And uh, and you went through it all, the, the surgery, the chemo, the yeah. radiation. And you I needed did. to find a way, like so many people do, is, you know, maybe something to hold on to, that little strand of, of hope to, to pull yourself out of it all. And and that that little thing that you held on to was your pen. Yeah. And you I love, put your thoughts down. <laughs> I love that you, the way you just worded that. You know, <laughs> it was so weird. You'd laugh because black humor really got me through this stuff, uh, as uh, I think a lot of people can relate to. And when I, I'll never forget my very first chemo appointment on purpose, I signed up for an online food writing class out of New York. <laughs> Jaylen, I didn't have a taste bud in my head. And, uh, you know, for 10 weeks, so I wrote about oranges and how to make up my grandmother's pound cake and stuff. But but it helped me, it helped me to not let cancer control everything in my life. And it, and it really actually also uh, became a pivot point, actually, where I decided, you know what, when you're so stressed out, and I'm sure many of your listeners can understand this, when you're stressed, you can barely read. And yet I was such a, I've always been such a voracious reader. And yet I could only read tiny little snippets of things to get myself going and brain food. So I just decided, you know, when, when I was through this, I was going to write a short, odd, quirky little book for people who are just going through a tough time and who can't read much. <laughs> they can take it to the bathroom if they want. I'm okay. Well, you know, I took it to the tub the other night. I think there's been a lot of reading of this book by the sounds of it in, in bathrooms. But it's, it's you know, I don't know, even 100 pages. But I had a bath the other night, and I started, and I finished it. And it's one of those books that you, you kind of go, oh, did she just say that? That's she a bit did. of a truth puke, <laughs> a bit of a punch in the gut, a bit of, oh, yeah, reality check. I mean, there's no holds there's no holds punched. Uh, there's no punch. What's that word? There's no holds barred in this one. No. You know, I, I think there's enough therapy stuff out there. Uh, <laughs> and I, and, and I, I just wanted to share, because I think so often when we're going things like this, and that's, we get lots of nice books and lots of Hallmark stuff, and it's, yeah, that's fine. But I just felt that I needed to write some of the raw stuff. Mixed in with, of course, inspiration and hope and some quirkiness as well. 
but to help people through the reality of some of the things that might be driving you crazy when you're going through a difficult time because it's not this is not just a, a this is not a cancer book it's a book for people going through tough times and, and you know what, Kim, it's it's amazing you just said that because I turned to a page here, I, I marked a page uh, that I wanted to point out and it and it asks, what has set you back, crushed you, flattened you like a uh-uh, pancake? <laughs> and then you list off, I don't know, 50, bankruptcy, <laughs> the tax people are after you, you were arrested, your, your thesis bombed, you lost your business, you didn't win the lottery, your grandma left her inheritance to your cat or to her cat. I mean, it goes on. I mean, because I think at first, when it first was approached to me, it's like, I'm like, oh, this is another... You know, let's get through, as you said, a sappy book, right? Yep. And it's And it's not. This was geared to make sure that anyone who is going through a real craptastic po- point in their life could <laughs> could find something. I, I love that you said craptastic. <laughs> <laughs> because that's part of what I write about. I'm like, okay, wow. You know, what do you do? Because you, you just want to send this crap back to the universe that has come and hit your life. You know, whether you're someone that has just been left at the altar by wearing a dress worth more than your car, or, or maybe, you know, you've, or, or, or it could be as serious as losing your job. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. This is really, I wrote the book for disasters of all shapes and sizes, because really what it comes down to is whatever is a disaster to you. Yeah, and that's it. And, and, I've, and I think it's really important that people need to, that people realize that it can be a disaster to you. It might not be a disaster to somebody else, or they might think it as a disaster. Mm-hmm. They, they might not think it as a big a deal as you are, but that's your decision. <laughs> that's your decision to make. And, you're, yes. and it's your decision to how much you want to talk about it or not. Absolutely. And it's surprising when you're going through stuff like this. I'm sure any, all of your listeners who are listening that have had you know, does something tough happen in their life? Sometimes you want to talk about it. Uh, most of the time you don't. And and yet you get all sorts of advice. You get all sorts of well-meaning advice. And, and you know, I actually, my mom even made me, uh, you're going to laugh, a bunch of little, we call them Ms. Mess dolls, where they're kind of like a little voodoo doll that you can poke pins in when people are annoying the hell out of you. So things like that help too. You know, you look for all could, angles of humor when you're going through a tough time. I could use a few of them, Kim, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll send you one. <laughs> the book is called A Fine Mess, an odd little book on surviving life's disasters. And as I mentioned, it's it's not super heavy. It's not crazy deep. Like, you don't have to really put your thinking cap on. But what it is is blunt and honest. And with that, with that dark humor that I think connects to a lot of people, one of the things that I really, and I, I marked another page here that I wanted to bring up. Um, we know that being able to adapt is very important. And you say at the bottom of one page here, the choice is yours, and I think you're up for it. Um, you said you can rebuild, you can move forward, you can be proud of yourself, you can be the phoenix who rises gloriously from the ashes. A simple elegance and strength can come from your fine mess. And I love this line. Wisdom, compassion, and a greater understanding of the world tend to show up, too. You've got the battle scars to prove it. I mean, when we look back at the fine messes that we go through, those those awful little times, so often we go, I mean, really, that was just another door opening. And when you chose to walk through it, wow, the world opened up again. It's true. And it's so difficult, though, when the proverbial manure has hit the fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> that you you just can't seem to see past it. You you just feel like it's never going to change. That you're always going to be in this. And I I really love um, an author named Viktor Frankl. He wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning back in 1946. Mm. Uh, and he he was a Holocaust survivor. And he talked about this. He said, if you can't change your circumstances, you have to change your attitude. And that's why I believe uh, adapting is so important. Just taking a page out of Dar Charles Darwin's book, you have to, if there's nothing else anyone remembers from this call, is that you must decide to face the tough thing. And you have to decide that you are going to bend with it and work within the boundaries of what's real versus uh, denying that whatever is happening. Because you cost yourself so much suffering when you are angry and denial and in denial of what is actually happening. And I feel that real change, and you can pivot within that, can start to happen um, when you just decide, all right, I'm just going to go through this. It's not going to be pretty necessarily, but I'm just going to get through it. And, uh, and that's what I wish for anyone. And I think it's important to do it on your own time frame because there's some people who are saying, oh, get moving, you'll be fine, you know, get get going or, you know, take all the time you need. You, you do need to work on your own, oh, uh, yeah. on your own guidelines, right? Absolutely. We're all different. We're all going to, and of course, it all it all depends also on, on how, what type of meaning this has for you, how, how big it is for you. It's, uh, there's, don't let anybody pressure you in that you have to move or think or act faster than what you are comfortable with. I think that's actually one of the beautiful ripple effects that happen after something difficult. You know, really, they're like, there is some silver linings in this stuff, is that you, you do realize your boundaries about what I mean, you want and what you don't want. I'm guessing you didn't have pandemic down oh, no. <laughs> on the list. Well, it's not on the list. I started working on this in, the, in September of 2017. Who would have ever thought that my American publisher would want to slam this out during a pandemic? Like, I, I, you know, it's been crazy. I, I've been doing Skype interviews across Canada. It's, it's just, it's crazy. But, but I think Kim, the again, perfect. <laughs> I think the timing is perfect as well. Um, I, I really do. I, I as I said, I sat down. I think it was last Thursday or Friday night, and and read it start to start to finish, and I was a little overwhelmed just by work and, and life mm -hmm. and it just put a perspective on things it just tweaked things a little bit and I'm like oh it's like a fine it was like a tune-up yeah and we can all use tune-ups right absolutely <laughs> all for it <laughs> so what uh, if anything what are you hoping that people get out of a fine mess an odd little book on surviving life's disasters wow the first thing Jalen I want people to feel that they uh, they have choices that they're not trapped, they're not painted into a corner, that you, they actually have more choices and resources than they think. And that also, uh, I really want everyone to know, you're not alone. You're not the first one that's been in a crappy situation, you won't be the last, and you can get through it. And you can get through it in your way. Because even if we can't change what's happening, we can change how we decide to feel about it. You can check out the book again. It's uh, Kim du Duke joining us this afternoon, A Fine Mess, an odd little book on surviving life's disasters. Uh, great illustrations on, in it, great um, lettering. I, I love everything about this book, Kim. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Thank you, And Jaylen. continued best of luck with you. Thank you. All the best now. Take care. All right, so there you go if you want to check it out. And again, it's not one of those... 
you know, I, I look over my shoulder right now. So I'm in my in my office, right, my home office, and I look down to the bottom level of my uh, one of my bookshelves, and I've got all of these books down here that go back, I don't know, 30 years, I think, on, you know, these self-help books. You are worth it. Men are from Mars. The dragon doesn't live here anymore. I'm just reading this. List to live by. A second helping of chicken soup for the soul. And guess what? Guess what? I don't think I've read one of them. I keep I keep lugging them from city to city, but I haven't wa- I haven't read one of them. So, you know, this one again, it's short and it's an easy read if you want to check it out, but when you find something that connects, awesome. And I hope that you find something in whatever you're going through that you can connect with that helps you get through to the other side.